sponsors this month and let me tell you about one that i am going to be using quite regularly alive and well hydration live and well hydration is a mobile iv infusion group uh they can do everything from cold and flu covid uh, regeneration fat burners more energy b12 injections uh, prenatal care for all your rough days athlete recovery and the hangover cure Guys, first off, I went to school with this dude who uh, has this place now, or is part of it, Mr. Justin Frost. Thank you for being a sponsor. And uh, let me tell you, they do weddings. They'll come to your house. They come to your office. They'll come to wherever, maybe even your podcast studio. And uh, I just want to tell the folks over at Alive and Well Hydration, I plan on using y'all. Uh, heck, I'm going to have to with the way that my year is going, or the way that my year is going to end anyway. So y'all do me a favor. Y'all go look up Alive and Well Hydration here in Middle Georgia now. New with us this month is C. Martin Construction. My buddy, Dennis Farmer's granddaddy, started it back when he was 16 years old. And my buddy Dennis took it over here recently. They offer everything from site prep, uh, demolition, pond digging, grading, land clearing. Uh, my buddy Dennis is cool as hell. Y'all make sure y'all go check them out at C. Martin Construction. They have a money back guaranteed. Uh, if you don't like their service, then they'll make it right with you. I know these folks personally, and as far as construction goes, I think you'll be in damn good hands. So give my guy a call now at 478-283-1246. Call Mr. Dennis Farmer at C. Martin Construction. Now, how about some cowboy stuff? My buddy, old friend, Chris Sapp, owner of Desperado and Company, over at the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall. They are in Suite 611. They offer all kind of Western wear. Boots, toddlers, youth, women's, men's, everything. They have Ariat wallets, phone cases, men and women's jewelry. Uh, Montana Silversmith. Belt buckles, Ariat belts for men. They offer clinch. Ariat and Wrangler are their main brands of clothes. Lots of exotic boots. Uh, guys, I saw some of the stuff that they're bringing me and some of the stuff I get to try on. Let me tell you, there's a lot of great Western wear places that are up in Nashville that I get to go to. This place compares to every single one of them. So what I need you guys to do is look up Desperado and Company. Chris Sapp. Their phone number is 912 604 0389. 
Go check them out. Get all turquoise the hell up. Get all westerned up. Look like a cowboy cowgirl. Western fashion is the coolest shit to me, by the way. And uh, the fact that they're on board as a sponsor now, I can't wait to try on some of the stuff that he has sent me and everything that they have sent me in pictures uh, to get my size in. Dude, it's all banging. It's all awesome. So look up Desperado and Company now. Mr. Chris Sapp, once again, the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall Suite 611. Let me tell you about the wonderful Miss Vicky down at Dolly's Delights. This time of year is when every one of y'all are looking for something to give your coworkers, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever. And let me tell you, she does these wonderful gift baskets. She brought me one to the studio yesterday. She wanted to change her ad up a little bit, and she wanted to give me a preview of what you guys can get. Now, look, I got some great candy, also some other cool things for men, and plus, I guess she knew I like candles. She obviously went all out for this basket, trying to uh, put on a good show for me, and she did. So, everybody that is associated with Raising Grace Studio will be getting one of these gift baskets for the holidays, and I recommend you guys get them, too. Now, she told me that this is one of the more expensive ones, but if you don't feel like spending a whole lot of money on one, she's got some for around 30 40 bucks as well, and she can supply your whole office, your whole school, whatever. So, Miss Vicky at Dolly's Delights, thank you. If you want to get in touch with her now, call her at 478-231-7237 or go visit her at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been. Um, let's see what else did she bring us? She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, the barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1645. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive-In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. What's up, folks? Hey, thank you all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast. Well, we were going to do 12 days of Christmas, but you know what? Uh, that shit went south quick. <laughs> yeah. um, we had a, can, uh, a miscommunication with some folks on Friday. And uh, I would like to give a shout out once again to the people who hooked me up with the IVs and all that good shit last week. Alive and a whale or live and whale uh, hydration. And uh, we're going to have you guys back on the show soon. I promise. I don't know how... We got our wires crossed up, but what they did last week is uh, Alive and Well Hydration came to the studio, and uh, they put all kind of shit in me um, to make me feel good and hydrate the shit out of me, and to be honest with you, I have felt amazing ever since then. 
uh, along with the testosterone and stuff I just started taking because uh, I think I had low T. Guys, uh, just going to tell you, uh, if you're concerned, go get your testosterone check. There's nothing fucking wrong with it. Um, I'm getting older. I'm getting fatter. I'm getting lazier. And, uh, you know, some things ain't what they used to be. And uh, I'll go ahead and tell you, there's nothing wrong with getting your testosterone check. It don't make you less of a man. Somebody I've heard people talking about, oh, well, if your body don't produce it, it don't need to. Fuck you. Um, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Ever since I started taking um, just some over-the-top, or over-the-top, over-the-counter um, testosterone last week, felt a lot better. So uh, if you're feeling that way, just go get your shit checked. Um, or just take some. That's what I'm doing. I didn't get my shit checked. I'm just taking some to see if it makes a difference. And if it does make a difference, I'm going to actually go to the doctor after a month of taking this shit and um, get the good stuff. You know, so I can get those 18-year-old hard-ons again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> ain't nothing to be ashamed of, fellas. Uh, but anyway, that is not what we are talking about today. Um, I want to uh, go ahead and tell y'all this is not going to be a funny episode. This is not going to be a, uh, I don't know, a regular episode. I'm going to be very vulnerable with you guys for a little bit, if that's cool. Uh, you know, I try to be very transparent, and I try to show every side of my life. And uh, over this weekend, this past weekend, um, I had to have a conversation with somebody. And uh, I realized and I'm not as transparent as I, I like to tell you motherfuckers I am. So, um, there is something in my life that I don't, I don't really speak about. Um, and it is my other daughter. And, uh, the only reason why I'm doing this now is isn't for sympathy. This isn't for you guys to go, Oh, or any of that bullshit. Um, it's because I know there's struggling parents out there that are dealing with this. So I decided to talk about it. Um, uh, I said a long time ago, I really wasn't going to get on this subject too much on the show because it's such a such a sensitive subject for me and um i really just don't want to bring everybody down or i don't want everybody to think i'm an asshole uh so i was talking to somebody over the weekend and they were explaining to me how they hadn't seen their kid in a while and i was telling them and uh the state i was in at the time i was like you know you can make it better it's hard, um, but you have to like also make some decisions, some hard decisions when it comes to that shit. So I'm going to tell you about my situation. I'm going to tell you about how I handle my situation. And uh, judge me if you want to. Be ugly to me if you want to, whatever. Uh, it's just the way that I think that I'm supposed to be. I've got another daughter, and uh, Lila was born uh, a couple years after Gracie with a, a girl that I had met in this area who no longer lives in this area. And I want to go ahead and say this before we even start talking about this. I don't want anybody that if you know who the mother is after I get done talking about this shit to be ugly to her. Um, mainly because it's, I don't think she deserves it. Um, you know, there was a couple of years ago that I made a video that went viral, uh, just talking about how me and Gracie missed her sister and all this type of shit. And, you know, I think it gave off the wrong vibe. I think it gave off the wrong impression of her mother and why her mother did the things that she did. Um, so now I am going to be transparent is, uh, you know, several years ago, I wasn't, I was coming out of that piece of shit phase of my life. I was trying to be a better person. Um, I just wasn't there yet. 
Now, I know a lot of y'all probably know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you are in that phase of your life where you're trying to be a better person and you just haven't got there, just know Rome wasn't built in a day. I can give you every cliche fucking line you want me to give you, but it takes time. It took time to make you be a piece of shit or make you go down the wrong roads. And it's going to take you time to get back on the right path. Um, it's always going to be like that. It's never going to be an overnight thing. Well, me and Lila's mother had a very toxic relationship. I think we cared about each other a lot. And uh, it just was super toxic. It was two people that were pretty much the same fucking person, to be real with you. We had a lot of similar tendencies. Uh, started off as drinking buddies, ended up in love, uh, ended up having a baby, ended up not speaking for several years now. Um, and I don't, I don't really hold none of this shit against her mother. I really don't. Uh, I think that she probably still perceives me as that person I was when we were together, not the person I am today. And you're talking six, seven years ago, right? So I, like I said, I'm still coming out of that piece of shit phase of my life. And, uh, her mother is now happily married, I guess, uh, I creep her Facebook every once in a while just to kind of see what's going on. Um, they don't live here. I don't know where the fuck they live. It's Florence something. So if you're in Florence, Alabama or Florence, North Carolina or South Carolina, I really don't know which Florence it is. I was told it was Alabama for the longest time. Uh, so anyway, this is what happened. Me and her mom will get into it a lot. There was never any physical abuse or anything. There was a lot of mental abuse, probably from both parts of us. Uh, we have, barked at each other a lot um you know there was some alleged cheating on her side uh there was some piece of shit things that i did no there's a lot of lies i told there was me going through shit with gracie's mother still to where i couldn't be completely invested in somebody because I was still dealing with the bullshit of a previous relationship and having to argue and fuss about all the time parents y'all know if you have someone that you have a child with and it's not healthy between the two of y'all, it can ruin the next relationship. And um, there's never been a healthy time when I've been trying to date somebody. Uh, really, there's not. It's always been toxic in one way or another, whether it was me or if it was an ex or whatever. There's always this toxic shit around me. Probably why I'm 35 and single, to be honest with you. I'm so gun shy and I'm so scared of any more toxic coming in my life. I would just rather remain single and do stupid shit. Um, but I'm getting older and I'm getting softer and I'm getting more. I don't know. I'm a, I'm becoming more of a softy and I think I was already a fucking softy. So this is, you know, it's getting, it's getting worse. Um, but it just wasn't a good relationship. It wasn't. And what happens when you're not in a good relationship and both of you are trying to find a way out? You fuck up and get pregnant. Because <laughs> the only thing I think we ever did good was fuck. Um, and I don't even know if it was that good. Uh, I don't have any complaints about it on my end. But, you know, she might tell a different story. I don't know. But that's just what happens. It's it's just funny that shit happens that way, right? Well, uh, this person lived with me for a while toxic uh and then it just kind of got weird it kind of got real weird between us and uh, it was time to go and uh we broke up at one point in time and uh then we tried to get back together 
And when we tried to get back together, it just, it, there was, it was too far gone. Um, even caused me to lose a good friend and, uh, their wife for a little while because I showed my ass in their yard one day. Um, it's just a fucking weird situation, right? Well, anyway, person goes to live with other people and, uh, we're kind of talking and stuff, trying to be like, okay, we're, you know, we're having a young and let's, let's be good parents and all this type of shit. And, um, there was a lot of stuff that I just didn't do right. Um, I'm throwing myself under the bus here. Uh, guys, if you have someone that you have impregnated that you're not with, you have to be sympathetic towards them. Me at 35 and me in my mid to late twenties are not the same person. I was not sympathetic about her being pregnant. Uh, I was still going and doing, I was still going out, having a good time. I was still partying and shit while this person was sitting at home and having to deal with pregnancy by themselves. And, um, I regret that. I really do. I regret being that person. Um, if I could go back and change it, I would, I would try to be a better man. Uh, but I was young. I was stupid. I was, I was lost in this world. I hadn't found my way yet. And, uh, I just wasn't a good dude. I mean, that's plain and simple. Well, I think me not being a good man during that time period really just built up so much animosity in this woman's heart that, you know, it just wasn't, it was never going to get any better. Well, when, uh, when Lila was born, they did invite me to the hospital. I got to be there in South Carolina. Um, and it was, it was great. It was great. And then for a little while, for a year or so, a year or two, uh, we got along decently. Um, there was a couple of times that she asked me for money and I didn't have it cause I was still in that piece of shit phase of my life. And I think that probably rubbed her the wrong way. Um, cause she never put me on child support. She never, well, honestly, uh, I never even got to sign the document. So Lila technically in the eyes of the law, uh, I don't even, I have no rights to her. And uh, as a dad who absolutely loves his daughter, Gracie, and uh, I love Lila, even though I don't know her as the girl she is now. Um, you know, that's something I regret. I should have fought for that more then, but fighting with her mother was hell. And I was already fighting with Gracie's mother, and I just didn't want to fight. Uh, there was no fight left in me. Um, I was emotionally drained. Uh Y'all heard me talk about my suicide attempt back in 2010. This was before Gracie was born. If it wasn't for Gracie and I was, I mean, how'd I put this? I don't want to say I would have off myself, but I just, it was hard. It was mentally taxing every single day. If you wasn't fighting with one woman, you were fighting with the other. And that's just something that going back to it, once again, I didn't handle it well. I should have put up boundaries. I should have made uh, adjustments to my situation. There's a lot of shit I should have done, but I was too young and too stupid to know how to handle a situation correctly. Um, And like, like I said, I didn't really care that she was fucking pregnant. Um, as bad as that makes me sound, I just didn't want to quit living my life. Um, I knew that me and this person were not going to probably end up together. So I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just be a dad like I am to Gracie and I'll just go on about my business. Well, then I made the mistake of dating somebody that was younger than Gracie's mom and Lila's mom. Um, this little smoke show from where I'm from. 
And uh, she was a bad little bitch. But of course, this bad little bitch was so easy to hate. She had a good attitude and she was nice. And most of you women out there know that when somebody comes along and they're trying to be nice to uh, your kids when they're trying to play stepmama, that, that just makes you matter. You about want them to be a bitch, I would think. You about want them to give you a reason to fuss. You don't want them to act perfect. Um, what made it worse is this little bitch had like a pink convertible car, like a new nice-ass car. So both of them called her Barbie. And it was just, it was hell. I put myself through hell on that one. I should have known better than dating somebody that was 21 years old. And it just, it was stupid. It was stupid of me. Um, but hey, shit happens. Yeah, I'm a guy. I don't know what to tell y'all. Women get mad about us dating younger women uh, all the time, but somehow they forget that they like older men. It, you know, it, it's a double-edged sword there, right? But anyway, so I didn't really care about that. I was trying to make myself happy. And in making myself happy, I completely forgot that I was 50% of the problem, that I was also 50% of part of that baby that was not here yet. And let me tell you guys, looking back at it now, I ought to have my ass whooped. I ought to have my ass whooped. And I should have been a better man. You know, I should have been a better man. Uh, and I just commend all the men out there that realize that shit before it's too late. I was not one of those. I probably made every situation worse that I could have made. And, you know, I'm not saying that my other daughter's mother handled it very well either, but as the man in that situation, I should have done more hundred percent should have done more, should have acted better. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, I was a piece of shit. And ever since then though, it's probably, it's probably been last time I saw Lila was at Christmas, probably 2018. So we're going on like four years, four years, five years. Um, let me tell you, I have cried. I have struggled. I have uh, gone through these phases to where I've just got blacked out drunk. Uh, when I start thinking about it, um, there are certain movies I can't watch them more. There are certain TV shows I can't watch them more because it just it hurts. And you know, crying don't fix it. Crying don't fix it. Um, a lot of y'all are probably wondering why. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. That's no sense to rush this. Uh, you know. And I guess it's this time of year that always gets to me because it has been, you know, several years now since I've seen her. Uh, I've reached out a lot, just so all y'all know. Uh, I've offered free trips to Disney World. Uh, I've offered to try to build a relationship with Lila's mother and the, you know, this is hard to say, the man that calls her dad or the man that she calls dad. Um, but that dude's kind of earned it. That dude's been there when I wasn't. And I have no animosity built up in me anymore. I have no hate built up in me anymore. Uh, you know, this is just another thing for not only for me to try to help you guys if you're in your situation, but maybe they hear this and they're like, oh, maybe he's not a piece of shit anymore. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a lot of reasons why I'm doing this. But, you know, I, I tell people all the time their situations 
were meant to be shared. Um, if you're in a hard situation in life right now and you don't understand why you're going through it, maybe you're supposed to be going through it. You know, some people want to say, I'm just trying to find my purpose in life. Well, maybe you are your purpose. Maybe the situations that the good Lord and the universe is putting you in are ones that you're supposed to share with people to help them, to help them get through their shit, to be an example. Uh, you know, there's that old metaphor or whatever the fuck it is, that old saying, um, God gives his toughest battle to his strongest soldiers. I like that. I've always liked that because some of us are meant to handle it, but I think if we're meant to handle it, we're meant to share it. Um, I don't know. You know, I've always said, if I can help one person with the shit I go through, then it was worth me going through it. But, uh, but anyway, I just think that this time of year is harder on me. I think it's harder on a lot of you guys. Uh, I was even listening to uh, YouTube a while ago or whatever, and that Casey, uh, Casey Tisdall or Tyndall, I can't ever say her fucking name right. Uh, she's awesome, by the way. Look her up. Uh, she's got a song called Middleman. And when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this is just a sign. It came on randomly. And... I was like, you know what? I was already thinking about doing this. This song came on. My guy Goose, he'll be on the show Friday, by the way. He was supposed to be on the show today. He texted me five seconds after the fucking video went off. And uh, he was like, hey, can we reschedule for Friday? I got a three-year-old stuck up my ass right now. Uh, absolutely. So that means that I was supposed to be doing this today. Good Lord set me up for it, put it on a tee, and it's, uh, it's my job to drive it on home. Um, So, yeah. But anyway... I just, I've reached out. I've done everything that I could do to do it in a certain way. And I'm at a point now where I don't know what to do. And I'm wondering if other parents are as well. So first question that some of you guys are going to ask is why haven't you took her to court? So I'm weird about this and, you know, let's get some feedback on this one. You know, y'all more than welcome to message me on Instagram or Snapchat at JLTerry87. Um, but the reason why I have not took them to court more than, than I've tried to already, uh, and I have spent some money, but they have moved around, but that's, you know, who gives a fuck? Uh, it is what it is on that one. But I don't want a judge telling anybody how to raise their child. I don't need a judge telling me how hey, you can only see your kid every other weekend. I don't want your a judge saying, this is your responsibilities as a father. And there's a limit to those responsibilities too. See, that pisses me off. I I want to be able to see my child when I want to, or when they want to, more importantly. Me and Gracie's mother have never been to court. We've never done anything like that. And me and Gracie have an amazing relationship. Some days me and her mother get along pretty good. Most days. Uh, we'll still knock down and fucking fight sometimes, but who doesn't with the next? Uh, you know, I just don't want a judge telling us what to do. And I want it to be a good relationship between me, her mother, and her stepfather. That is hard, right? Like, y'all see all the memes and shit on social media where people are at football games or baseball games, whatever, and they've got dad stepmom stepdad stepmom all that type of shit right or mom look i ain't doing all that shit i ain't wearing no shirts like that co-parenting shirts 
but I want to be able to sit there next to somebody for every event and it not be weird. I think the court system makes it weird. I think the court system should only be, and it's, this probably is one of those situations to be honest with you, but I'm hoping one day that it's not. I think that the court system is just when there's no solution, when there's no ever coming back, there's no ever getting along with the other person. And I don't want it to be that way. You know, I want her mother to know that I'm happy for her. I'm happy that she found happiness, that she found her person. I'm I'm extremely happy for her. I hope she's living the best life she can. And uh, the reason why I'm not mad about none of it is they look like they're giving Lila a great life. And that's that, to me, means a lot. That right there means the world to me. Um, Would I like to be in it? You're goddamn right I would. And I would like to make it better for everybody, but maybe they're not ready for that yet. But here's my fear of all of it is we live in a world in the age of social media. There's not that much of an age difference between Gracie and Lila. One day they're going to find each other. And one day Gracie's going to be like, yeah, dad was pretty fucking cool. Dad was there, you know? And I think I've documented it enough times to where I wanted to be there for Lila too. I don't want her to ever be mad at her mom because we couldn't work shit out. I damn sure don't want her mad at me. Uh, but that's the road we're going down. And I want to change that. Well, given the platform that I have, you know, maybe this touches her ears. Maybe it touches her heart. Maybe it lets them know, hey, look, it's water under the bridge. One day, one day I'm going to be there and it's going to be up to you and I'm willing to play by your rules. I don't know how many other parents are like that. I don't know how many other parents are going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever you say and eat a big bag of shit while I'm doing it. And I don't want to do it your way, but I know that it makes a situation better. One of us sucking it up and giving the other person what they want. And that's what I want a lot of y'all to fucking realize with this is I'm willing to swallow every bit of my pride. I'm getting gagged with my pride right now. I stay gagged with it. It seems like in this situation, but I think I kind of owe it. I think I kind of owe it. Uh, you know, they're going to get some people that message back and be like, well, uh, you know, what would you do? If they told you to do this, this, and this, I'd probably do this, this, and this. I, I'm willing to do a lot. And, you know, there's just certain things in life that mean more the older you get. Um, now, I lost my granddaddy, my papa, last Christmas, Christmas morning. And let me tell you, I hate that he never got to know Lila. Uh, I got a dad that's old. That's in shitty shape. He stays in shitty shape, but he'll probably outlive us. Oh, he's fucking like a cockroach. My mom's getting older. Uh, my uncle getting older. The, I got a whole other side of family that's, you know, we're fucking getting old. And you don't get days back. You don't get moments back. Uh, I was explaining to somebody here yesterday. They got a chance to go on a trip to uh, Italy to go do like a whatever, a fucking nursing program or some shit for a couple, 
like a month or some shit. And they were like, I just don't know what to do. She like, I, I could go take out a loan, I guess, and pay for it. And they were like, but that's just one more thing I got to pay back. And I told them, I was like, look, you can pay back money. You can't pay back memories. You can't. You cannot get the days you missed back. You cannot get the opportunities you missed back. Uh, I might die broke, but I'm not going to die with a lot of missed opportunities. A lot of missed experiences. And that is where, you know, I, I'm stuck at right now. I'm missing days. I'm missing days. And that fucking sucks. And I don't want you guys to miss days. I don't want you guys to miss opportunities. You know, I got a buddy who's down seeing his papa right now, spending time with him because he hadn't been doing well. And I wish I'd have done more of that. I wish I'd have done a whole lot. Ours came on real quick and he was gone within two weeks, but I should have been there a whole lot of days before I should have, I should have given up some shit that was meaningless to go spend time with him when he, as he was getting older and you know, I don't, that's, I don't have many regrets in this life anymore. Cause I think some of the bad shit I've done was to put me on the right road and to make me a better person. But, you know, there are some things that you know I kind of regret, and that's one of them. I wish I'd have done that situation better or handled that situation better. Uh, but you can't get days back, and you can't get those moments back. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking, should I call them? If you're sitting there and you're thinking right now, should I just show up at their house and surprise them and just sit there? You should. You should. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait and say, God damn it. I really should have done better. Don't be that person. I've had those moments uh, a lot in the past year and I've drank a lot about it and I've thought a lot about it. And I, I just don't know. Maybe once again, I try to justify, not justify, I try to reason everything out. And maybe I was supposed to be oblivious. Maybe I was supposed to think that I had more years with him or any of my family members or my friends that have, have passed on too early. Maybe I was supposed to have that mindset so I could even do this show and talk to you guys and tell you not to fucking waste that time, not to waste those moments. I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things with me that I try to find an opportunity in every bad situation. I try to find the positive in every negative. It, it helps me. It keeps me sane. Keeps me sane enough, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I'm not the sanest motherfucker on the planet anyway. Uh, like y'all couldn't tell from all previous episodes of how fucking delusional I try to stay. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, I, I'm tired of missing those opportunities. I'm tired of missing those moments. Uh, so this is kind of my way besides trying to help you guys and try to get you moving in the right direction with making some better decisions in your life, not better decisions. I don't like better decisions. That sounds stupid to me. I'm trying to get you guys to stop missing the things that you can't get back. Those moments you can't get back. Christmas come. Christmas is coming up. Obviously, why aren't you spending time with your family? Now it could be some situations where you just don't fucking get along or whatever. But would you rather have that argument or would you rather not speak at all? Just for if you got a 1% chance that it'll be a good day, good day, take it. 
Take it. 99% says it's going to fail, but at the end of the day, you can say you tried. You can say you tried. Uh, that's where I'm at with Lila right now is I'm so stuck between doing what I think is best and what I think is going to make the situation better. It ain't about the money. Her her family, I, I think they've got money. I'm pretty sure they do. And, like, I'm doing well in, in life. Well, I'm going to pay for a lawyer. Uh, but how do you explain to a kid why you haven't been there? And, like, it be fair. How How do you have that conversation with a child that probably doesn't understand yet, that isn't old enough to understand yet? I don't know. And that's where some people give me shit about it. And they're like, well, you should have took her to court. You should have done this. Who? I don't know. Some of y'all have to live this way, but I don't want to be a every other weekend dad. I I want to be there all the time. I'm spoiled with Gracie because we're together every fucking day. And when I tell, when I meet a woman and they ask me like how often I see my child, and I'm like, I see Gracie every fucking day. They're blown away by it because there's some guys out there. And I guess there's some moms too. Actually, I know there's, a, there's one mom in particular that I not, not Lala's mother, but there's somebody that can just go fuck themselves. Cause they have not been a good mother to their child. Um, that's a whole different show, but, um, uh, you know, I just, I don't know how to put it. I just, I just don't know what to do. I just don't know how to fight or anything anymore. And then you hear about these dads that don't fight, these mothers that don't fight, that just give up and they're like, oh, fuck it. See, I've never gave up on the situation. I just want it handled different. I want there to be an actual relationship between me and her mom and stepdad. I don't know if any of y'all are like that. I think that makes everything easier. I think that makes the whole situation for everybody better. Could be wrong. I've been wrong about a lot of shit in my life. Um, but that's where I'm at right now. And I get mad at dads and I get mad at moms that don't take advantage of the opportunity that they're, that they're given. I know that there's a lot of women out there and I've, I've been around them. I look, I like the MILFs. And part of fucking around with MILFs, you get to hear them complain about baby daddy. And you hear them say, I'd give them every chance to have a relationship. Every chance. We wouldn't have to be every other weekend parents. Or they wouldn't have to be. But they don't take advantage of it. I got a buddy who has sole custody of his child. And you hear from some people how this person would rather go shopping or spend time with their friends then spend time with their child on their weekends. And it's like, how the fuck do you do that as a man? But definitely, how do you do that as the mother? How? You know, I'm not just going to talk shit about other people. My sister was the same way when she was a drug addict. My sister was the same way. She didn't see her kids for long fucking periods of time. And that always made me bad. <laughs> oh, bless me. I just sneezed all through your fucking radio, didn't I? Like, I don't understand how somebody does that. I have been addicted to my child, to Gracie, since September the 26th, 2011. The day that little bitch came out of her mama, 
She had me wrapped around her finger and I ain't left then. She made me a better man. She made me a better person. She made me want more. She made me want to pave a road for her that one day she's going to have everything she ever wants. She made me want to be a man. I've said the joke a thousand times. I've been in jail. I've done some stupid shit. Uh, my daughter made a man out of me when the state of Georgia couldn't, when rehabs couldn't, when detention centers couldn't. She made a man out of me. And I just don't fucking understand how when you have a child, how that doesn't make you a man or woman. It makes you want to be addicted to that child and give them everything. Every fucking thing is possible. Well, that's where I'm at with all of this is I struggle every day because now I got some good shit going for me. Living a decent life now. Uh, on studio, top 1% show in the world. Go on a lot of trips. I'd give up some of those trips to go to wherever they were at and build a relationship with them. And I just don't know how to go about doing that. Because last thing I want, like I said, I don't want a fucking court telling her mother who has put in the time, who has put in the effort, who has raised her in the way that she has and gave her a good life. I don't think a court does, should tell a parent what to do. Not a good parent. A shitty parent, yes. A good parent, no. You know, all you fucking dads out there that's not spending Christmas with your kid or you're not paying child support or you're not helping the mother out or vice versa, the mother's not helping the father out. You, I hope you realize there are a lot of people like me that would die for that fucking opportunity. Quit fucking blowing it. One day you're going to regret it. One day you're going to regret that you were a shitty parent. I've heard it time and time again, especially from addicts. You know, they regret what they did to their family. They regret what they did to their body with the drugs and everything. But if they had kids, they regret that they wasn't there for certain things. And let me tell you, folks, I've got my regrets. I've got them. I don't want them anymore. And that's why I try to do something like this every once in a while. Because, uh, you know, there's a good fucking chance that if Lila's mother hears that I'm talking about her, she's going to listen. She's going to listen. And I hope that she knows that I'm sincere and I'm sincerely proud of her and stepdad. I'm very proud of both of them. They've done an amazing job. And that hurts to say because I ought to be part of that job. But they've done an amazing job. And I want things to get better. I want you, if you're listening to this right now and you're in one of these situations and you're a mean old bitch or you're a stubborn old man, whatever the fuck you are, I want you to realize you can make your situation starting, make your situation better starting today. Starting right now, send a text message, make a phone call and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's put our pride aside. Let's put the past aside. And let's make our kids have the best life possible. Let's start this Christmas. Let's start it. Let's just be the people that our children deserve us to be. Let's do that. Let's try. Well, you know how much a better world we live in if we would just be the people that our children deserve us to be? It'd be fucking awesome. It really would. Being a good parent. It's not hard. Teaching the life lessons that our kids need to learn 
is our job. We're supposed to make our kids better than us. And if you're ignoring your kid or you're not there for your kid, if you're a dad right now or a mother, I think deadbeat dads are just more of a thing. If you're a parent and you're not there for your kid, think about that right now. Think about how there's something today that your kid probably needs from you. It could just be you telling them to clean up the fucking kitchen and teaching them, hey, one day you got to work for somebody else. In order to get paid, you have to do work. Or maybe it's they want to go outside and they want to throw a ball. A lot of people make a big deal out of that in movies and books and everything, but it's not because you're throwing a ball and you're teaching your kid how to play baseball or softball or football, whatever the fuck you're throwing. It's the fact that you're teaching your kid how to be happy. You're teaching your child what it is like to be loved and how to give love. It's a huge lesson. None of the, what I just said costs money. It doesn't. I mean, you might have to buy a glove and ball or whatever, any of that shit. But that lesson doesn't cost anything. You guys have got to understand. Your kids got one set of parents, and one day you're not going to be here. I tell Gracie all the time, just fucking with her, just giving her a hard time. Like, Gracie, I'm not going to be here one day. You got to listen and learn now. You got to know that even when I'm gone, I still love you. If any of y'all are missing somebody's holidays like I am right now, just know they still love you. But think about all the lessons they taught you. Think about all the gifts they left you. Think about all the love you were given from that person. They don't want you sad. They don't want you heartbroken and crying. They want you to remember them, but they want you to remember the good times. And it should be your job today to start making those good times for your kids. It should be your job right now to stop what you're doing, make things right with your baby mama, baby daddy, whatever, your ex. Make it right today. And realize that when you brought that youngin into the world, that it was 50-50. No court, no nobody should take 50-50 away from parents. And by 50-50, I mean showing them the same amount of love, teaching them the same amount of life lessons, being there for them equally. Even those parents that's already been put on that every other weekend shit and child support, that's not enough. That's not enough. Be present in your child's life. Be there for them in one way or another. And, hey, I know this is what somebody's going to say right now. Well, I would do more if the court would let me do more. You know what? I would imagine if you acted right, and you were good to your significant or your ex significant other, that they would allow you more time. They would allow you to be present more in your child's life. They would allow you to be there, but they're not going to do it unless you show them something. I think even the cruelest of bitches in this world, and everybody knows nobody is more mean than a fucking hateful woman. Nobody. I think if you show even those hateful women that you're doing shit for the right reason, that you don't want to be an every other weekend dad, I think even they break down. And if they don't, document that shit and take their ass to court when it's too late and too done. When there ain't no coming back. I don't ever want to get to that point. I catch a lot of chicks, people 
have told me that if I feel this way, that I ought to take Lila's mother to court. And I refuse to. I refuse to do more than what I've done now. Because she doesn't deserve it. You know how hard that is for me? Y'all have seen me go king petty on a lot of bitches, a lot of people, and just go ham on their ass. But they deserved it. I think that in this situation, if anybody deserved the past couple of years of bullshit, was me. I'm not that person anymore. I haven't been that person for a long time. But until you show that you're not that person, then the other person has a right to believe that you're still the old you. I, I have to earn that back. I have to earn that back. I now, do I ever want to date this woman, be with this woman again? Hell no. I didn't toxic. I told y'all to begin this. We were toxic together. I don't ever want to go back down that fucking road. And I know she doesn't either, by the way. She's very happy from what I see. But I do want to have a relationship with them as parents. So we all do shit together. Look, if there's no love left on the romantic side, then let's be friends. I'm cool with that. Enough time has passed. I, I, I kind of remain friends with a lot of exes, to be honest with you. A lot of them. Uh, and not romantic with any of them. Just, you know, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for all of them. And this is just one of those situations to where I'm tired of being angry. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of listening to uh, Tim McGraw's Don't Take the Girl and getting upset. Or, uh, God, what is it I like so much when I'm drunk? David Allen Coe's uh, Little Girl. Is it called Little Girl? Let me look this up real fast. Because if you guys hadn't heard this song, uh, this song will cut you to the fucking core. Um, and it's, it's kind of this. It's kind of this instance right here. Oh, missing the kid. David Allen Coe's missing the kid. Um, I've listened to these songs. I've cried. I've I've sat in my studio. Or I've sat in a pickup truck, riding dirt roads or something, turning that shit all the way up and just letting the tears out. I'm a crybaby as it is, but when it comes to my daughters, I'm even worse. Um, if you've ever seen me around Gracie, you know how I am around her. I get emotional around her anyway. She's going through puberty right now. I could punch her in the face, but I, I, I don't want to miss a second of it. If that makes sense. Like I, I stay angry because she's got a smart ass mouth, but then I'm like, where did she get that mouth from? Where did, where does she get that joke from? How does she, how does she know to act that way and give people a hard time? It's me. It's me. The bitchy side's definitely from my mother, but, <laughs> but I'm a bitch too. So, Maybe it's not just from her mom. But, like, I'm tired of being that way. And I hope you're tired of being that way. And instead of letting the court system fix you being a parent, why don't you fix you being a parent today? Why don't you put a good foot forward and start moving toward building a relationship and doing it the right way? You know, you can only do so much yourself. I will say that. And you're going to have people that don't want to listen to you, don't want to believe you changed, don't want to believe you're a different human being. But you don't know that until you try. Now, if they don't reciprocate it and they're not and they're not about it at all, then yeah, go a different avenue. But if you love your kids, 
why not send a text message? Why not call the other parent today and just have a nice, vulnerable conversation with them? Why not ask them, what is it going to take me to fix our situation? Somebody's got to fix it, folks. Somebody has got to fix it. Why? Why can't it be you? Why can't you start moving in the right direction? Because your pride, you're fucking stubborn. I want you to ask yourself, every one of y'all have heard me be a complete dickhead on this show. Every one of you. But I'm swallowing my pride. I swallow my pride in this situation a lot, like I told y'all earlier. If I can do it and I can do it on the platform that I'm doing it on and saying, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was the problem, but if I was the problem, I want to help you and me find a solution. I'm better now. I'm not the same person I used to be. Let's make shit right. Let's be the best parents we can be. And let's not cause a future worth of fucking trauma and bullshit and daddy issues or mommy issues, all this kind of stuff. Let's not do that. Let's change the fucking narrative and let's make things right. I think somebody out there is going to hear this and they're going to make it right. And if you make it right, even though my situation might not get right today, you, this was worth it for me. If me telling you to make shit right for you and your kid today, if you actually get a chance to make it right, then I was supposed to go through the bullshit I went through. And all of a sudden, this this turns into my purpose. You know, I'm all about us talking about mental health awareness. I'm all about talking about domestic violence awareness. I'm all about our veterans and helping them, especially with veteran suicide. I'm all about helping stuff like that. But I'm also a parent that needs help from time to time. And it's to make a better life for our kids. I need to, I need to work on that in myself. Do you need to work on that in yourself? And even you parents that are present, I want you to ask yourself, did, did video games, did cell phones, the TV start taking the place of a parent? Me and Gracie last night got into an argument. Because she wanted to go in her bedroom and watch YouTube. Stupid shit on YouTube. And I wanted her to watch a movie with me. And she was like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. Well, I put my foot down, took her phone, turned her TV off, and said, look, you can either go to bed or you can watch TV with me. Ten minutes later, she was into the movie on Disney Channel. We watched National Treasure. She had never seen it before. But she she was into it. But she would have never known that she was into it if I wouldn't have made her get into it. If I wouldn't have took the chance of her being a bitch for a few minutes, do that today. But listen to your kids. The reason why I picked National Treasure is literally yesterday, me and Gracie were talking about her favorite stuff in school. And it's history. Me and her are both history buffs. And so... I decided to find something that went along with her interest that went along with mine that would surprise the shit out of her when she watched it. She might not even known that she was going to like it. She had no idea. She probably fought me on it to the majority of it in her head. 
she probably even was sitting there 10, 15 minutes into the movie. She's like, I don't want to fucking do this, but I kind of like this movie. I don't want to give dad the satisfaction of knowing that I'm enjoying myself. But then we sit up and we end up watching it all night. And now she wants to watch part two and the new series on Disney. Listen to your kid. Find out what they like. Find common ground and be a parent. Be present. Buying them stuff, paying their bills, whatever. That's not enough. It's really not. Don't miss time. Don't miss opportunities that you can't get back. You're going to regret that shit one day. I know that I have. So I'm going to end the show like this. Lila's mother, I'm not going to say your name on here. Just know I'm very happy for you. I've done this a couple times and you don't give a shit before. Hoping you can give a shit now. I'm happy for you. I want to build a relationship with your whole family to make Lila's life easier, to make Gracie's life easier. I ain't having no more kids more than likely, not unless there's a fuck up that's on the way. I'm 35 years old. I don't know how many good years I got left. I don't know how many bad years I got left. I could die when I leave here today. But I want things to be right. I want us to be able to be supportive and loving of each other. Loving is probably too strong of a word between me and you. But us being the type of parents that we need to be. I'm willing to give up a lot of shit. I'm willing to swallow my pride. I'm willing to spend time with you and your husband beforehand so you can see that my life is different. Fuck, I'll take you to some concerts. We'll take you to some fun stuff. I'll pay for it. I just want to build a relationship with y'all and then us have the conversation with Lila. And I'm going to say this. This is going to taste like shit, so I'm going to get a drink first. Shout out to Black Rifle Coffee. Espresso with cream. Very good. Um, Stepdaddy. Don't know your name. Don't know shit about you. But you've done a good job with Lila. I can see it in the pictures and see it in the videos that people send me. Um, I ain't mad at you, bro. I don't know you. Done a good job in my eyes. That literally tastes like dog shit saying it. But I'm not mad at them. I want to make things right. If you're listening to this right now and you've ever been ugly to a baby daddy or baby mama, if you've ever been that person that had to deal with their shit and you just like, fuck this, I'm never doing this again. Don't be that way. Grow up. Bring some growth into your life. Swallow that shit and realize you have to be better. You have to be better. To make your child's life better. It's plain and simple. They ain't got another real dad. They ain't got another real mom. They might have a couple different stepdaddies or stepmamas in the situation, but it doesn't matter. It's up to you to get along with your ex-significant other and give your child the best life. So send a text message, apologize, call and apologize. Swallow your pride today for your kids. Make shit right. Don't wait till it's too late. Don't miss too many days. Don't miss too many opportunities. 
get on making their life better today. And you know what's going to happen when you make their life better? Everything that you've been missing and that void that you just can't fill with drugs, alcohol, women or men, all of a sudden it's going to get filled. There's only two things in this life that I think that can really change you and fix you. And that's the good Lord and our kids. So get to making it right today. Swallow your pride. Apologize. Be the parent that your kids need you to be. I love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. We'll talk to you later.